Hello, and welcome to Fresh Fire Radio with your host, Christina, a.k.a. His Little Sparrow. Grab a cup and get ready for today's daily dose of Fresh Fire. Say, is your cup empty? Are you tired of fighting the same battle with no victory? Discover who you are called to be as a mighty woman of God. And get your daily dose of fresh fire, Mondays and Fridays, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. You can check out our email at freshfireradio at gmail.com. And you can also check us out at Rima underscore girls on Instagram. And please feel free to check out my personal Instagram at hislittlesparrow777. I hope to see you guys soon and have a blessed day. God bless. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Fresh Fire Radio. I am your host, Christina, a.k.a. His Little Sparrow. So grab a cup and get ready for today's daily dose of Fresh Fire. Friday, we talked about identity. Identity is such an important subject because... It rules so much of us. We don't realize what we do just to try to seek acceptance. To try to feel like we belong to something or to somewhere. It's so important for us to know who we are. And we can spend a lifetime searching for that. But what's more important is realizing whose we are. We talked about how it's important that when we are fighting that we come from a standpoint of knowing who we are and standing on victory. And today I want to talk about a battle. And it's a battle that we fight every day and sometimes we don't even realize that we're fighting this battle. The Word of God says that there is life and death in our tongue. Our words are sharp and they can hurt somebody. Whether we realize we we have spoken or, or, or not, we need to really be careful. Also, our words have this ability to form our thoughts, to, to change our thoughts, to make us believe something that isn't real. You can talk yourself into almost anything. I know people who have literally talked themselves into a depression or literally have talked themselves into a sickness and they fully believe that they have this sickness when there are no signs. But because they talked themselves into it and they believed it, they're experiencing those symptoms. We don't realize how powerful our words are and how Deeply they can cut and wound our friends, our family, our spouse, even ourselves. Our tongue is one of the enemy's favorite tools. He likes to use it against others, and he tries to use it to get us to speak chaos into our own life. That's why it's really important for us to not speak negatively. In this society, 
a lot of times our first reaction to something is negative. I just know this is going to happen. Or that's, they're not going to do that. Or Our response to things are always out of fear when they should be based out of faith. Your mouth is going to open and one or two things is going to come out. Fear or faith. I've dealt with fear most of my life. And still from time to time, I still deal with fear. But the Lord has taught me how important it is to not allow the enemy to use my words because they have power. All the enemy has to do is plant little seeds, little thoughts. And the moment you entertain those thoughts, it gives him access to your mind. He'll whisper something in your ear. And you'll start to believe it. And you'll start to believe it. And then you'll start to receive it as your own thought. And then you'll begin to, re- to, to receive it as truth. That's how he works. But we have power over that. We also have the authority to speak good things. To speak in faith. It's not an easy thing. Especially when it's against the odds. But we need to take time to realize what power lies in our tongue. And to begin to change the way we think about things. And to change what we receive. One of the things I'm trying to do is pay attention to the thoughts that come in. Where are they coming from? Do they line up with the word? And another thing that I'm trying to learn is to not give my voice to things that are not of God. When I'm feeling something negative, it's okay to feel that, but give it to God and allow Him to heal that. But the minute you open your mouth and begin to speak it, you're giving the enemy what he wants, exactly what he wants, because he knows That there is power in our tongue. There's power to bless and power to curse. That's why gossip is so bad. It's not just because you're talking about somebody else. But gossip, it it can be almost like witchcraft. If you're declaring that somebody is something and they're not there to reject that, you might as well be speaking a curse over them. 
when you see somebody going through something or, or you see somebody getting into a relationship, if you sit there and say, that that's never going to work, it's never going to work because this, 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 and you're speaking it and you're speaking it you're speaking it, that's what you're giving your power to. Why should we waste so much time trying to breathe life into something negative? <laughs> to be honest, sometimes we need to learn when to just be quiet. You know the old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all? I think I think there's something there. I think whoever came up with that saying, I think they had something. We're so used to expressing ourselves and expressing our opinions and gossip is is everywhere and especially in the church where it shouldn't be. And I know we don't think before we speak, but we need to be careful and we need to ask ourselves. Am I allowing the enemy to use the power that's in my tongue? Am I speaking from what the word says? Or am I speaking from what the enemy is whispering in my ear? Do I know what I'm saying is a fact? Is what I'm speaking going to hurt somebody or is it going to help somebody? Also, when it comes to ourself, sometimes we get in this bad place mentally where, and everybody goes through this, I don't care who you are, there's no human being that doesn't have this moment where you're, where you're just down and you just feel like, I just can't do this anymore. And you start to wonder about yourself. Does God really hear me when I pray? Does he really love me? When maybe you feel like you're failing. Those feelings are normal, but we need to take them to the word and line it up with God's word before we just go spewing things out of our mouth. Because if you're speaking against what, what God's word says, it can be like a curse. I think sometimes people can make themselves worse than what they really are. For instance, I used to know this young lady and she had what I called Eeyore Syndrome. There was never a positive word that came out of her mouth. Everything was, woe is me. I just know that this is going to happen. Nothing good ever happens. She never sees the, the good in her life. And she's, the sister's blessed. I mean, we all complain from time to time. All of us. Every single one of us. Whether it's complaining to our spouse, complaining to ourselves, complaining to God, we all do it. But when we take our focus 
off of the blessings of God. And we begin to focus on all of the bad things that are happening. That's all you're going to see. That's all you're going to be able to to notice is the bad. And then you're going to feel like the only bad things happen. It's so easy to notice the bad in life because it's kind of sort of everywhere. But even more than that, the goodness of God is everywhere. Just the fact that we get to wake up and take a breath, that we have eyes to see, ears to hear, that we can smell and taste, just the fact that we have a roof over our head, we have somebody that loves us. There are so many people in this world that would give everything they have to have what we have. We need to take back our tongue. We need to take back the power that lies within our tongue. And when we feel like we want to curse something, or when we feel like we want to be negative, we need to turn that around and begin to thank God. Begin to praise Him. You want to throw the devil off his, off his course. Praise God when it's hard. I can't talk too much about this, but I received some news today that broke my heart, and I'm not going to cry. Broke my heart, and to be honest, my heart is still broken. But I don't care what was said. The... The person that it was said by is trustworthy. They're my family member. But God. It may look this way. It may look like things are going to happen this way. All signs might be pointing to this. But God. But God. I know a God that can do all things. I know a God that nothing is impossible for. But God, and that is what I'm going to give my power to. That's what I'm going to speak. When I first heard it, I'm going to be honest. I was upset. I didn't speak. I didn't say anything, but I was upset. I got alone with God and I prayed. And I'm going to trust him to do whatever, whatever is in his perfect will. I refuse to allow the devil to use my tongue, to use my voice to curse something that God is trying to bless. We need to start paying attention to the words that we're speaking. Who is it blessing? What is it getting giving life to? You would be surprised the change that speaking ne- uh, speaking positively makes. Because whatever it is you hear 
consistently is what you're going to be begin to believe. And what you believe is what you're going to act on, what you're going to give yourself to. That's, that's what's going to form your mindset. And if you're expecting negative things to happen, that's all you're going to see. Because that's all you're going to be looking for. But if you expect the hand of God to move in your favor, that's what you're going to see. Where you give your attention to is what shapes your mind. And then what shapes your words, and then what shapes your actions. This world would be a better place if we could start walking, talking, and living like the Bible. We would start declaring what the what thus saith the Lord instead of what thus say my feelings or my heart. The Bible says that our heart is deceitfully wicked. Yeah, everywhere you turn there's a, there's a pillow, there's a shirt, there's a sign, there's a notepad that says trust your heart. Trust your heart, trust your heart. Everywhere you go, trust your heart. That's not what God's word says. God's word says that our heart is deceitfully wicked. Trust God's word. That's what we can put our trust in. Our emotions will lie to us. We can't just be led by our emotions. Because can you remember times in your life when your emotions were just out of whack? Or you and you were just having an emotional day? Could you imagine what would happen if you based all of your decisions off of how you were feeling? I don't even want to know where I'd be. Because I'm a very emotional person. Christina, 10 years ago, if I would have got the news I got today, would be devastating. Don't get me wrong. I'm still hurt. But I trust God. Give it to Him. Because there's nothing I can do about the situation. There is absolutely nothing I can do to better the situation except for pray and speak positively. You want to see something happen in your life? Begin to speak that thing. Now, I'm not talking about the whole blab it and grab it thing. I'm not talking where you know, you just uh, speak what you want and just all these riches are like, I for, even forget what it's called, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about speaking God's word. If, if there is something that you're believing for, if there's something different that you want to see in your life, then get a hold of a promise in the word and begin to claim it until you are blue in the face. 
you need something from God, get a hold of his word where it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And when you are feeling alone, you grab that promise. Lord, you said that you would never leave me nor forsake me. Your word says that you are truth. You are not a man who would lie, but your word is eternal truth. I claim this promise. I claim this promise. I believe, I decree and declare that you will never leave me nor forsake me. There are hundreds of promises in his word. If you need something from God, if you are sick, you are hurting in the middle of divorce, dealing with family death, whatever you're dealing with, whatever it is, God's got a plan for that. He's got a promise for that. So find a promise, write it on a post-it note, write it on a hundred post-it notes, put it everywhere you go, put it in your car, put it in your bathroom mirror, just stick it everywhere and read it every day and claim that promise, declare that promise and expect God to move because his word will never return void and his will will be done. His plans towards us are good. He plans to prosper us. It's so hard not to complain. And when you get bad news or hard news, it's so hard not to dwell on it or not to fall to pieces and if you're broken and you're in pieces that's okay go to King Jesus and let him fix you up it's not a sin for your heart to be broken because God loves a broken and contrite heart because when you're broken you're malleable you know, I believe it's in China. My husband was telling me this, and I just thought, oh, I was like, oh, this is just beautiful. Their most valuable pottery is the pottery that they take and they form it. They'd spend hours, hours tediously making these beautiful vases. And then when it's perfect and it's done, they take this face. And they smash it on the ground. Pick all the pieces back up. And they patch it up and glue it together. It sells because it's stronger. It's stronger because it was broken. It was broken so that it could be made better. Sometimes... For God to strengthen us, we've got to be broken. And being broken hurts. And it's painful. But when God gets through with you, you will be a masterpiece with strength. And it will be harder to be broken 
He loves us so much that he allows us to be broken so that he can fix us again. It hurts him when we are hurt, when we are broken. It hurts his heart because we're his children. But he fixes us. He mends us, patches us up. We need to learn to think before we speak. We need to let gossip can happen so quick. So simply. I'm guilty. Guilty as anyone. But it can slip out of your mouth before you even know it. But it can be so painful to somebody else. You are damaging their character in front of somebody. And there's sometimes when somebody hurts you and you just need to talk about it. You need to maybe get advice. And that's one thing. But to just go from person to person and just spreading rumors. Or even just gossiping about something that's true. That hurts our brother and sister. If we don't want that done to us, then why would we do that to somebody else? We also need to be careful that our words don't hurt a brother or sister. We need to be so careful with our words, with our tongue. Our tongue is a weapon. And we're just not careful with it sometimes. We should be using it to lift up our brothers and sisters. It should never ever be used to tear somebody down because the pain that that causes I know from experience I was always the the part of the joke you know I was always at the end of, the, of family jokes and I'm sure they didn't mean harm, but they understand, you know, especially when I was younger and I was dealing with so much and I just, I already hated myself. I already just didn't want to be there. And then when they would say these jokes, like it tore me up. It hurt me so bad. And maybe I was sensitive, but sometimes people don't understand what their words can do. God did not give us power in our tongue so we could use it to bring our fellow Christians down or anybody for that matter. But he put power in our tongue so that we can lift each other up. So that we can speak life into their situations. Did you know that you can do that? If somebody is going through you can speak life into their situations. You can speak life into their womb. 
you can speak life to them. There is so much power. There's the power of literal life, life and death in our tongue. We need, we just need to make sure that we're not just swinging it everywhere, but that gently, being careful and thinking before we speak. I'm guilty of not doing that. I encourage you, if you're going through something right now, be careful what you're giving life to. Don't speak into the negative things that are happening by complaining. It's natural to get upset. It's natural to have a broken heart, but take that to Jesus. Begin to speak life into your situation. Begin to expect God to move. And watch what happens. If you begin to decree and declare God's word of your situation, you can expect him to move. Because his word says that his will will be done. And his word will never return void. I think all of us can learn better just how a a sniper learns to wield his weapon just how a swordsman learns to use his sword sharpen it but that's how we need to learn to use the words in our mouth that's why the Bible says we need to learn to choose others before ourselves. If we can get to such a state where we are, are humble enough to choose others before ourselves, that's when we truly have control over that, over that power. Because it's choice. We just need to choose and use it wisely. the power of life and death that's in our tongue if we learn how to use it to uplift others to break down strongholds to rebuke the enemy and to love our neighbor there's nothing there's nothing that's going to stand in our way if we walk path of humility choosing our brother and sister over ourself that's when we are really and truly expressing the love of Christ alright guys that's it for today our time is up and I will see you Friday have a blessed week you guys